Okay, welcome back to an afterthought section of our podcast. Well, that fucked me up. Wait, I've got an idea. Hey, Kyle, I've got an idea. You do that bit. Yeah. You do it. You do it. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of our podcast, Well, That Fucked Me Up. I love that, because normally it's me saying that. (laughs) Anyway, um, this is the afterthought section, and we've just listened to Lisa's story. We, We really are covering a whole bunch of stuff, but this one was extremely emotional extremely harrowing uh, at times. Firstly, her journey trying to find out what her son's diagnosis was. That's the first thing. The second thing and the most traumatic thing for me out of that story was when her the school called to say that the son, her son had told some friends he was going to kill himself and they took him away from her it, it, to protect him. From himself, but they took him away from her. Yeah, you know, it's. I had a similar incident like that when I was growing up. Um, you know, just like I don't know if you're anything like me, Luke, but like when you're at that age, you're like 13, 14, and you just feel everything, and you're fucking awkward, and yeah, you know, you just. And I, I just. I can't remember what it was for, but it was probably something stupid. And I told somebody, you know, I just, I don't want to live. I don't want to be here anymore. I wish I was yeah. dead. And weren't they, I mean, granted, like the school has a responsibility, but like they fucking put me in a hold. Yeah. Wow. And, I, and it was embarrassing because the cops came in the school and they like escorted me. And it was like, wow. It was zero discretion. And, Instead of someone just being like, hey, man, why do you feel like that? Maybe you could talk to me. Yeah. Like, a, you know, I, I was at all these doctors and, like, you know, and it was like, I still, like, threw a goosebumps from it. It was just awful. It's a, it's a tough thing. I think that there's one thing, I don't know, it's tricky. It's hard to not say the right or wrong thing here, but there's... There's one thing feeling it or feeling you want to say it or or feeling down and saying, God, I might as well just kill myself. I think there's another thing. And I do sort of understand why training at schools probably tells you if if there if you hear someone say that, then you're under an obligation to step in yeah. and call the authorities. The fact that he was undiagnosed and that bipolar went undiagnosed for so long is is that's just an awful thing and also what was the thing she said that the principal said to the, to oh, the son what an asshole like you <laughs> he's just like he's like your son's never gonna mount anything or i yeah that's right your son's never going to amount to anything he's lazy is what he said as well yeah I mean, this and, is, and I think it probably hits different for you because you have two boys. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't necessarily because I, I've spent enough of my life with anxiety over how my kids may or may not turn out or what they may or may not end up like or whether they will or will not do certain things. And that was the, that's an old version of me. I don't live in that anxiety and that fear anymore. I just I just don't. And that's amazing that really is but 
Um, the the thing that ripped my heart out was her sitting in her car for a week, unable to speak to her own child because by law yeah. he'd been sectioned and she wasn't allowed to see him. And that doesn't make any good sense at all. I can't imagine. I cannot imagine the desperation that she must have been feeling at that point. Yeah, and it's feeling alone. Like, you know, you have this institution that's not designed to, like, I mean, maybe maybe kids, I mean, I think this is probably accurate, but, like, everyone, each diagnosis is different. Yeah. Every, you know, I'm not a doctor, so I can't say, but, like, maybe what works for, one kid won't work for the other kid and they should have like an individual approach about these things. And it just seems like, Nope, we're going to pick them up. You're not going to see your parents by the way that anxiety written for you, anxiety written for your family. And then you have to do X, Y, and Z and say X, Y, and Z. So you can get the fuck out of here yeah. with no real results. Totally. Or- yeah. It's almost harks back to a, a different time where uh, and again, here I go, but, you know, this is my Englishness coming out, having experienced the healthcare system in America, knowing that it is wholeheartedly corrupt and everything is run <laughs> on backhanders and brown envelopes. And once they have you in the system, it's very hard to get you out of the system. And that goes for treatment centers, recovery centers, mental health institutes, and just your general practitioner, you know? So yeah. let let let's not get into that that feels like that's a completely diff- different episode altogether um but now lisa is an advocate for understanding mental health in those types of institutions and she when she's talking about how they had to come in and walk around the classrooms telling the teachers and the students what mental illnesses what it looks like how you can help because it can't continue to be taboo. It can't be. If someone's walking around with a broken leg and crutches, you have people running in 35 different directions, not knowing what to do. You probably have people opening doors for them, helping them sit down. Can I get you anything? Someone's suffering from a crippling mental disease or disorder. They need fucking help. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it, it's it's just like you can't see it. So like you're saying, like the, the broken leg. And we never know. And I've said this before in other episodes, but we never know what people are going through. We should think twice about being an asshole to somebody. That said, I'm not great at that when I'm driving. Yeah. I'm the 405. Yeah. Well, also, we've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. We can't be expected to understand. And people who don't have experience with it, can't be expected to understand and people that don't have experience helping other people with it, me included, can't be expected to understand. We, we can strive to learn about it though. And we can do our bit to try and be a little bit more accepting and understanding. You know, we're not going to yeah. change the world overnight, but, um, I just think it's a terrifying thing. If somebody is acting crazy, it's easy to just see them as crazy people. It's very, very easy. That's the easiest thing to do. It's a terrifying thing. And then possibly violence comes into it or harm comes into it or danger comes into it. So it's a scary thing. Yeah. Good on Lisa. She's a legend. We love her. 
Yes, we do. Uh, we've done some pretty extraordinary interviews over the last few weeks. We do have some mind-boggling events and experiences um, that our guests are going to talk to us about, from uh, organ failure at a music festival to uh, cardiac arrest and flatlining and being dead for 11 minutes, which was an extraordinary conversation. Uh, yes. we, we cover some more, um, we cover some domestic abuse, domestic violence and, and, and a situation that um, ended up being quite a, a stalker situation. Don't think we've covered a stalker before. Yeah, I mean, there's, I'm kind of, I shouldn't say excited. We always use that word that. incorrectly, but the thing is, is that our view, our listeners should be excited to tune in because we're giving, we're giving everyone a really good variety of things to, to really dig into here. Um, and every time I say it, but we're seeing the common thread. This is where you say something, Kyle, about strength and hope. And resilience. There it is. Resilience. <laughs> well, it's I been... still am waiting for the crocodile slash alligator attack. Yeah. I feel like we might be getting closer to that, actually. Yeah. And also, I feel yeah. like the more listeners we get and the more listeners base, I think we're then we might start to find that there might be some like hackers come on, like telling us that they've been attacked by an alligator. But in fact, we find out that they're fake, they're fake story people trying to get their 20 minutes of fame. I feel like that's when we know we've made it. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Love you, Kyle. I love you, man.